Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Imperfect People, Perfect God podcast. I'm Micah Charles, and I'm truly excited that you've chosen to join us on this journey. Today, I want to talk about something that I've noticed, and um, I think I have the perfect guest for it. Hmm, yes, I wish you were wearing your, your nose <laughs> ring, you know, to really give them that, that feel. Uh, so I met this girl in camp, um, Ejura. And she, so far, she has had over 10 piercings on her. And it was crazy how people stereotyped her until a couple of uh, weeks, maybe two weeks into camp before I got to, um, got close to her and became her friend. And I got to know how religious Mm. this girl is. She's like, she's, she's a, she's a Christian. I don't want to say good Christian. Let me not put that tag, you know. But she's somebody that um, that is laying the standard for what Christianity should be in her own home church in Ilorin, and she served in Abuja. And I really got to know her, and I was I was beating myself in my head for how what I thought she was before I got to engage with her. And I've also known you, and you're one of the most committed persons I've seen, like one of the most committed youths I've seen in their home church, and that's um like in from where i'm from that would be the opposite of how you look as a matter of fact how you look would even disqualify you from serving in that Mm -hmm. capacity you know i've heard of somebody he told me literally himself that was upstage to minister in the choir and his pastor asked him to leave to go and have a shave because he was skipping the whole beards and everything so we're talking about stereotypes that that um projected appearance that both the world and the church think believers should have and honestly i feel if jesus christ was working in our day he will not wear the robe and everything that he wore in those days in jerusalem now he would wear the jumpy jean the um everything you know so can you talk about that how's your experience been how did you navigate to get to this point to be very comfortable being you and still serving the lord okay so i don't know Talking to the let's, mic, I want them to hear everything you'll be saying. Let God, <laughs> let God, let God, let God lead me and help me speak the right things through me. Because the truth is, I feel when it comes to talking about stereotypes in Christianity, it's I feel like it's two sides of the same coin, or maybe it's two different coins. Okay. I don't know. We cannot have all these things figured out because we're yeah, we're definitely going. we can For can't. me, right now, let me speak about me in the religious um, distance my my piercings most of them my nose piercings to be precise was just outright rebellion and like that feeling of when you tell me don't do it that's when i'm going to do and (laughs) apart from apart from that feeling of don't don't tell me what to do or don't tell me if i should do this or not it was just i felt like you know what i want to i feel like doing it i just want to do it and the thing is before i do anything it's premeditated before i got my ear piercings Five years before then, I had told my mom I was going to get piercings. And the truth is, when I eventually did it, she wasn't surprised. She was only surprised that I did what I said I would do five years ago. Five years ago, or five years before I got the piercings, my piercings now is like three years, almost four years. Actually, four years. Five years before four years, that is nine years ago. My mom, they beat me when I said it. Yeah. But then I grew and I experienced a whole lot of phases as a pastor kid, pastor's kid, I said I wasn't going to church. Within that period where I was not going to church again, I started getting piercings because I felt like, you know what, 
since I'm not going to church, who cares? Let me just get the piercings. Let me just live my life. I'm a model. I can do this. I can do that. I just wanted to create a different look for myself, a different feel. But to be honest, maturing as a Christian requires you to see things from God's perspective. Now, when I did what I did, even though I did it out of rebellion, yeah. my heart did not judge me. The Spirit of God did yeah. not judge me. And when people were judging me, about three friends said something. One that stood out to me was, you have the Spirit of God in you. This is exactly what she said. She said, Nestor, I believe you have the Spirit of God in you. Is God judging you? I said, That's so no. deep, man. I said, no. She said, are you sure God is not judging you? No, she took me back to scripture. She read different scriptures. Like, now, are you still sure God is not judging you? Yeah. I said, no, I'm not feeling any kind of judgment. She was like, then leave your life. That's so deep. With the piercing. That's so deep. She didn't just say, no, leave yeah, your life. This and is why you should. And this back, is why you should. Yeah, she yeah. took me back to scripture. Yeah. She was like, you know, Paul said in this place, yeah. if the meat I will eat will cause my brother to fall, yeah. I will not eat it. Because yeah. people could see the piercings and they could get it for different reasons yeah. and different symbolism. Mine, I got it because I wanted to look different as a model. Because I felt insecure about my personality and everything, which I don't anymore. Yeah. And I've gotten to the place where I see modesty as key, right? Although there's still a, a few things like my rings that people would still not find modest. Yeah. But before now, I knew I was wearing rings on all five fingers on my hand. But I can't do that anymore because I'm serving. And modesty is key where I'm serving in yeah. church, right? So that said, I don't think it's just about being religious. I think it's about Christianity and understanding where you are, the yeah. times and season. Yeah. Someone asked me why I took off the notion. I was like, the season is past. Mm. That season is gone. They were like, what about the earrings? I'm like, I'm not sure that it's gone because this one, it was there like from childhood. It was there. It was, it's not something that I just cooked up because I saw that people wearing before, before I saw it on TV. Yeah. I always, I always liked all those. When you go to Baba shop, yeah. you see all those posters yeah. with small yeah. children. Yeah. yeah I those, always liked it. Those, those, yeah, all those, those black Americans. Those haircuts we wanted yeah. to have. You see their yeah, ears too. The ear <laughs> I always liked it. I yeah. always felt like. I have this dark skin yeah. and then I'll not get this haircut. I'll not have this. Yeah. So even before the modeling identity issue came up, I always had it in my mind from childhood. Yeah. So this one is not even, nah, no, no, don't, don't, nobody should go there. Okay. So, so like how, how have you been able to navigate, um, being you in the world? Because being you mm-hmm. would, when you come into a space, people of the world would naturally want to embrace you immediately thinking you are one of them and then after a couple of minutes with you or some days with you ah no he really isn't he just probably looks like it so have you been able to that that's easy carry the holy spirit with you so one thing i've done every day is like before we started i said let god speak through me one thing i've learned recently as a creative is to speak into my day every day before i go anywhere and ask god to speak through me and i'm grateful for the place where i am now i must mention it i'm at petra I'm grateful that I'm sitting under my pastor. I'm listening to him. A lot of things are changing my perspective. The thing is, funny thing is, I was telling somebody this. Some of the things my pastor is teaching, I've heard it from another pastor that I yeah. know. I wrote it in my notes. So when he spoke of it, I was like, huh? I went to my notes from like two years ago when I was still, my mom says church prostituting. I was jumping from one yeah. church. So literally, you, people say, you know this person, you know this person. Yeah. You know? I was literally jumping from different churches because I was not at peace in any church. I felt like it was just repetitions of the same thing and nothing made sense. So even the things I was hearing from other pastors, I wrote it down because it hit me, but it still did not make sense. Now that I'm sitting under the right pastor where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to serve, it could change. God could lead me somewhere else and say the season is over. But while I'm here, I'm sitting under the right person. Those things I heard years ago make sense now. 
he's saying it he's he's probably saying it in a different way but it's not just yeah. hitting it yeah. is piercing it's, yeah it's hitting at the right time yeah. and piercing yeah this one is not just hitting it's yeah. piercing in and i can feel it i know the, the word in so, season so the thing is for sitting in the world and bro you have to put it out there look i might be everything that i am i might want to do all of this but i believe in god I believe in Jesus. I believe in the finished works of Christ. And this is my standard. Yeah. God is not part of my reality. God is my reality. Yes, a lot of things about me might not be settled right now, but God is not part of my reality. Yeah. He is my reality. That is the standard. I don't care where I am. I don't care where I go. I will put it straight to you. Look, listen, I'm a believer. And it's not because I, I want to just tell you I'm a believer. No. It's I a conviction. Actually, yeah. Tested and trusted. Word. Yeah. It's conviction. Yeah. And not because I'm perfect. Because the truth is, I can say I love I'm that a you said that. Not because yeah. I'm perfect. That's not really what this podcast no, is about. Not because, <laughs> not because I'm perfect. The truth is, I don't think anybody is perfect, but it is renewing of your mind brings about that perfection. Okay. So, like, for somebody like you, a PK, how do you deal with church people? I think dealing with unbelievers sometimes might be easier than dealing with church people people that have you know like the pharisees and the sadducees that have that the scripted do it like this don't do it like this kind of christianity how how, how do you keep that peace you know i think church people is divided i, I mean should i say this yeah I, I would say it and if i'm wrong wherever this goes to let let me let anybody correct me i feel like church people is divided into two there's the religious sect and there is the spiritual the people who are focused on what is inside of you now i have some friends that i really like that i like i have some friends that if their parents see me even though i don't have my nose piercings anymore their parents see me with earrings and my rings they'll be like ah, who is this one and i have some other friends that when their parents see me one literally walked up to me one day in church she was like you're just a very beautiful man that i don't know and then she prophesied to me there's the religious people and yeah. there's the Christian people. Yeah. She saw me. She yeah. could have been judging me, but yeah. instead she started praying about me she the moment she you. saw me. Yeah. And then she loved, she started loving on me yeah. and she's not judging me. Instead, she's giving me word of prophecy. And guess what? The things she was saying that Sunday when she was saying those things to me, it was accurate. I needed it. I needed those words she was saying. Now the religious people, the religious parents would have seen me and judged me. Yeah. Bad they would not pray yeah. for me, but she saw me and she smiled at me when our eyes met and then when i walked away because i'm in the media when i walked past her she said she just felt some kind of wind blow her when i passed and she heard what she heard and then she started praying for me then after she she walked up to me she just gave me a hug till today she still calls me one name i won't say it here she still calls me one name and that name is stuck she doesn't call me my name she calls me a scriptural name that god gave her for me and the truth is she gave me that word. Somebody else gave me that same word. That's how I knew. Look, out of the mouth of two or two, the truth shall be established. Yeah, the fact story, that two so. people have said it to yeah. me and the other person is not even in my church. Nah, she, she didn't hear wrong. But there are two sects in yeah. the church. There's a religious and there's a spiritual. The ones who are open-minded, not open-minded worldly say, open-minded in the sense that, look, I see this, but there could be more to it. Yeah, I so see let beyond. me pray about yeah. it. Their response is prayer. They don't react. Now, this is the difference between the religious and the spiritual. The religious reacts, the spiritual responds. There are two different things. The response is, oh, I'm seeing this person. He doesn't look like what a true believer should look like. I will pray for him. That's it. That's the spiritual. The religious is, no, let me talk to him and tell him that yeah. this is not what he should be yeah. like. The response is, let me bring him person. to my level. Yeah, let me 
upgrading nah, 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 nah. you can't do that without the spirit of yeah, god yeah you can't so the conviction to take on my nose ring my pastor said something in church that i cannot i'll be honest i cannot remember what he said i can't remember exactly what he said but if he didn't say that then i wouldn't have taken up my nose ring but i just knew that i woke up one day and i was like you know what oh it's gone the season is over yeah I don't know what my pa- if you ask me till today what did he say what was the message he was teaching yeah. that convicted me that i needed to pick up my nose ring i can't tell you what it was but i just know that i heard something that day on, in church and throughout the week my mind was being but i was i was bothered about yeah. it i just looked at myself in the mirror and i didn't look good again so I, I i feel like this is something that um a lot of what has been done in your church like the woman you just talked about i feel like it's we need many much more of such persons because the i think the, if you're in the right place you experience them right because church kids are being exposed we are going to universities going to our workplaces you know um, um having connections with people from different places and we are seeing the style mm-hmm. you know the fashion and we are learning stuff mm-hmm. but we need people to embrace us rather than condemn us and then if there will be any conviction just like you've pointed it to be genuine from the person's mm-hmm. heart you know where you are saying i feel judged i don't feel judged it's not because this pastor this man this woman without having a solid conviction for why you are doing what you are doing and then that's that creates um a home a space where young people feel like they can thrive they can be themselves mm-hmm. if i feel like i need to have dreads to be me and i still want to attend this church and love god why should the church have to put you out if you feel like you need to braid your hair you need to you know that's 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 something that maybe in this part of the world it might take some time to really come to for the church what do you think about that yeah what i think about that is like i said the first time there's the part of the scripture where paul said if the meat i will eat because my brother to stumble i will not right I, I think it's very key that we stand on that scripture as youths, young people. It's key that we stand on that because on the things we do. We are yeah. these days. These are the days of influence. Yeah. The moment you have a voice on social media or somehow yeah, people, people, see people are listening and, feel, and seeing, uh, yeah, and, yeah, even from some the form side of energy. Of yeah. I mean, somebody who has not met me before just had seen my Instagram post, randomly came to my church, and this person was literally shaking in my presence. I'm not yeah. God. Yeah, to meet you. No, yeah, and this person is like, yeah, I, I, I like your content. I like. It's just content. There are days when yeah. <laughs> there was a day somebody saw me with <laughs> shorts that were not that was not so cool at the bank, and the person was like, "You dress like this too." I'm like, <laughs> so the truth <laughs> is, we have influence as youth. That is one thing we must be very cautious of. And then, especially if you're a Christian, you have influence. You need to be cautious of not leading people astray with your influence i've done it before let me be honest i have done it and i don't think i want to continue with that there is there is a season there's a time you know that you are growing spiritually you know that now the influence is growing you need to you i need don't to, to literally yeah. cut off. i have i don't pictures. want to point people in the wrong direction yeah, i have some pictures that i cannot post on social media that i was taking last year i can't put it on any social media platform why i've come to a certain place where those pictures would give a different meaning to different people right and, and for the sake of those people they I love so that. that they will not stumble. i love that i love it is that. not on me yeah you're you're, you're going as it will not be on yeah me. it's it's like 
it's like depriving yourself. Depriving you know, yourself. Yeah. So just so this person will stand. Not necessarily because this is too much of an evil thing, you know. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that. Really that's 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 what Christianity yeah. is really all about. It's all about sacrifice. It's like saying, I don't I'm sacrificing my life not to do what I like, but to do what God really wants me to do. Said, the life that I live is no longer mine, but Christ yeah, that lives in me. me. So that's that's that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's the standard. I really love your honesty. You you on this podcast, you re- literally took us on a journey of how you were this and how you saw genuine reasons to become this. And I think that's really what Christianity is really about. We are not perfect. We are totally imperfect, but our God is perfect. So mm-hmm. our continuous journey to getting to Him. Is what changes us. So the me you met five years ago, sorry, it will be very different from the me you meet today. It will be very different from the me you meet next five years. And I really love that you pointed that out. So somebody that is taking this out of context, or somebody that, that had known you last five years, will be very surprised that ah, is it Nestor that is saying this? Mm-hmm. What happened to him being like this? Uh, and I really, really like so that. Another thing that I'm very conscious of recently is I don't know the kind of songs people listen to, but apart from listening to messages in church, I, I, I fill my mind yeah intentional about what you listen to the music yeah music the lyrics has to be good one one a lot of lyrics stick to my mind every time i talk about um identity and stuff yeah but one that i will not forget in this situation is because of the topic we're discussing on for anybody who cares we are the singer said we are made in the image of god beautiful shades of love he didn't say beautiful shade beautiful shades Every time I, I listen in depth into the things people say there. What song is that? Um, image of God by Jesus something. I can't remember. It's not Jesus culture. But and it's not Jesus image. There's another group, Jesus I think, image. I think, I think yeah, it's Jesus image. Jesus image. Be, um, made in the image of God. Okay. Jesus image. So, bro, every time I listen to that song, it says beautiful shades of love. It makes me to realize, look, God is love. But they are different shades, shades of that's him. right so you will need to accept people what my church did what petra did they accepted me as i was nobody no leader cared about my piercing and at the time when i started petra i had tinted hair nobody cared you want to serve go through this process are you ready to serve you think you're great come on in they kept inviting me back to church there were days where i didn't want to go to church and i would use money as excuse they would send me money to come to church Thank you. They knew somehow. I don't know why, but maybe it's because that was the place I was meant to be. They probably were not even thinking of it. But the change came. I cut my hair. Everybody was surprised. Like, you cut your hair? Yeah, I cut my hair. I was not comfortable with it. That was the first place. And guess what I noticed when I cut the hair since then? I started having receding hairline because I was always playing with dye on my hair. From immediately I finished secondary school, I started playing with that because I noticed I had a lot of gray hair. I was trying to cover it up and at some point I got interested in it. So I kept trying to cover up the gray hair. Now I'm proud of it more. I'm not that I old, do too. Like I have those strands. Bruh, I had it a lot. Sometimes <laughs> I bend my hair. I'm, people are like, bro, old how man. do you have this? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's been uh, since primary school I started seeing gray hair. So don't worry about it. I thought it was a bad thing because that's what no, I, was made to, I was made to be yeah. in primary school now. I thought it was a bad thing. You are not supposed to you, you don't even want to know the things that I heard <laughs> about my gray hair, but anyway, it's all good. So I think people should take into caution that we are all beautiful shades of love representing God. As long as you believe in God, even the people who don't believe in God represent God somehow here on earth. 
we are made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. Whether you believe in God or not, yeah. one thing that stands for me is John. Yeah, it's chunk from him. Yeah, until for the God's, moment you get to find out. Oh exactly. wow, I've always been a part of. For God to love the world that He gave His only begotten Son. The truth is, you can actually love the world, but you will not be in a relationship with everybody in the world. God loves the world doesn't mean He's in a relationship with everybody in the world. Everybody Accurate. is his own, yeah. right? Yeah. But doesn't mean he's in relationship with everybody. Yeah. So, come on. The next person to you that you think is, even if it's a prostitute. Yeah, I, to be honest, sometimes I judge people. I judge, I do, but I judge people. Human nature. Every time, human condition. <laughs> every time I do that, it's like the Holy Spirit is right there and he's like... <laughs> no, the, 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 I'll tell you one funny thing. The moment I'm done, I, I was done judging somebody. I think this was last Friday with my eye. I was looking at this person. I just imagine that the Holy Spirit was giving me bombastic side eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then the next thing in my head, I, I laughed about it, and people were like, "Why are you laughing to yourself?" I was like, "Don't worry." In my head, what he said, "Will you get out of here?" <laughs> in my head, literally, bro, I have this, I have this very dramatic mind. And in my mind, the moment I was just done with that, and I was sitting down there alone. All I just imagined was that the Holy Spirit was just eyeing me. I'm like, come on, get out of here. We know your whole story. <laughs> like, Evidence day. <laughs> come on, get out of here. You are, you are using eyes to judge somebody. Oh my God, where oh my where God. did you come from? But I just think we are all just beautiful shades of love. Everybody yeah. should. Yeah. If you can give people a little love, your own kind of love, and let them see God through your kind of love. That's it. You don't know what you can change. That's it. You have no That's idea it. what you can change. So. That's it. That's it for me. Thank you, Nestor. Thank you for having this me. Was, this was really fun. Nah, this was Th- fun. Thank too. you for thank you for really being very, very honest, open, and um, v- vulnerable. You know, to say the least. It was something I, I feel. It's not just any guest that can speak on it. You need somebody that would literally have people see their journey, and you just did that for us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hope we we'll have you again, and you come. You don't know about that. The Lord will lead us. <laughs> Pleasure, <laughs> Thank you. Good to have you.